This morning, as you know, we've been reading through the Psalms, reading backwards through the Psalms, just because. We're at Psalm 134, and uh, I think actually we could probably memorize this Psalm together this morning. It's only three verses. Did you know that Psalm 134 is only three verses? There you go. We got that going for us. Psalm 134, beginning with verse 1, says this. It says, Come bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion, He who made heaven and earth. That's pretty easy, isn't it? Pretty good stuff. Pretty good thing that we're supposed to come and bless the Lord. How do we bless the Lord? Well, we worship Him. We lift up His name. We, we honor Him with our words and with our heart, with our meditation, and with our song. So let's do that this morning. Father, we come before You. And you, Lord, You know each one of our hearts. Lord, You know the things we did amazingly this week. And You knew the things that we didn't do very well at all. Father, we come before You, but not because we're good. Not because we're in right standing because of our own ability and our own, our own effort. But Lord, we come before You this morning because You are God. And You deserve honor. You deserve praise. Lord, we don't come trying to make You happy enough to love us or to forgive us or to, to do something for us. Father, we come for the only reason that's, that's true. It's because You deserve to be honored and glorified and worshipped. Father, I pray that our worship this morning truly does that, truly lifts up the name of Jesus. Help us to worship in spirit and in truth. To to worship by Your Spirit, Spirit Spirit-led worship, but also in truth, fully, completely, wholeheartedly in everything that we do. Thank you, Father, for this morning, this opportunity to be with the body of Christ and to worship you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you that no power of hell nor scheme of man can take us from your hand. Glory to your name. Praise You, Father. We worship You so much. Lord, we love You so much. I thank You, Lord, as we continue on every thought, every word, every meditation will continue to honor You in every way. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, why don't you greet five people? Just five. Not six. All right. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19. The Bible says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be 
also. It's important to put first things first. We talked about that last week. First things first is salvation. Number one, absolutely in every situation, every case, salvation is what this is all about. It's about individuals not being lost for eternity, separated from Christ. That is the most important thing. But with that, with the gospel going forward, we, you know, we do it individually. Like I just said, that, that, that friend that I was sitting having coffee with, uh, he knows I'm a pastor, but the most, 99% of our conversation is not about God. It's about other things. And we've, we sit and talk about all kinds of things. And uh, he's actually someone who has, has, was in the Catholic Church 20, 30, 40 years ago and has left it and has no desire to come and to be anywhere around anything that's godly. But God has put us together. And so we sit and talk about things and God, op- and God opened the door. So that number one is the most important thing. But there's also different kinds of outreaches. Uh, we're doing the fair outreach. The fair outreach costs money. It does. It just costs money to, to have the tent, to have the supplies, to do the things, to have the rent, to use the, the facility, so on and so forth. And so it costs money. It costs money to have the lights on, to ha- for us to meet every week. It costs money to do trips overseas, to, to have outreach ministry overseas. It's important to have local outreach, uh, regional, personal, but also world outreach. And so all of this costs money. And one of the things we're talking about uh, and, and focusing on over this, these the weeks as we've been going along, is the the building that we're going to be adding on. We're going to be adding on classrooms. The total cost for that is three hundred thousand uh, dollars. As of this week, we're at eleven thousand five hundred plus. So glory to God. That's exciting, and that's what we talked about. Just step by step, as God puts it on your heart, you do it. You follow Him. Putting first things first. Putting Him first. And when He leads you to move in such a way to do something with your finances towards whatever, towards tithes and offerings, or towards the building, you just be obedient to do it. That's what this is all about. We do whatever He tells us to do. It's not a gimmick. It's not, it's not a, a tactic. You know, a lot of, I've been to the church seminars where they tell you, well, we're going to teach you how to fundraise. And what people really are motivated are by this. And I sit there and I think, you know, I sat there years ago. I don't go to them anymore. I thought, wrong. The Bible says that God puts uh, puts something in your heart. He speaks to you and you obey. That is the tactic. That's the plan. We don't have to to, to work uh, individuals' emotions. We don't have to work an individual's fears. What we do is we just present the opportunity. This is what I believe God wants to do. God wants to raise up this church first. I mean, for us. And I'm not saying we're the only church. But He wants, for our purposes, our vision, our plan, is to raise up each individual to give you all of the knowledge and wisdom and understanding, biblical basis. We, we want to pour as much into you as we possibly can so that when you step out every Sunday afternoon, into the real world, you have the answers. You're able to articulate it. You're able to understand it. You're able to go, oh, that's right. So-so said in this class that this is the answer to that problem. Hey, I've got the answer to your problem. But the Bible says that our people uh, perish because of lack of knowledge. It's about education. It's about getting the Word into you. There's tons of books out there. There's Christian radio. The internet is full. Uh, we have, uh, what's that, the, the Roku. How many of you have a Roku in your home? 
even know what a Roku is. It's just a little box that, that pulls out. It's kind of like the internet, but it, it pulls out different things. Well, there's actual stations that you can click on that have all kinds of Bible teaching 24 hours a day on that thing. It's wonderful. So there's all kinds of teaching, but there are things that God wants us to specifically teach and specifically train and to, to build up the body of Christ, beginning here, us, you guys, our kids, all of us here, and then He's going to open up the door beyond. There will be a day when people are coming here weekly to be trained. And I believe that many of the trainers are sitting right here in this room. You've walked it. You've lived it. You've, you've experienced it. God has done things powerfully in your life. And you have things to share. You're thinking, well, not me. It may be so-and-so. But yet, no, you. God has brought you here specifically for a reason. And in that is to raise up the body of Christ. In Acts. No, Ephesians. In Ephesians, it says that God has given gifts unto the church, gifts unto men, to build up the church to do the work of the ministry. And that's our goal. Our goal is to build up the church. This church, other churches, not just us, but other churches. There will be people coming from all over who are going to come weekly. I believe Wednesday nights are, are the first step of that, that training uh, cycle, uh, system in doing that, we're, we're building the system using us. We're getting all the kinks out. We're working out the, the, the foibles. But we're getting it solid. Then when other people come in, they just fit right in. Boom. Chunk, chunk, chunk. And they work through. And when they come out, they're ready to go back to their hometown. They're ready to go back to their home city. And to, and to be that voice in their church and in their community. We're going to see the valley one for Christ. The whole valley. From, from Ellsworth, not Ellsworth, what's the... Prescott, from Prescott all the way to Solon Springs. And, and 50 to 100 miles in both directions. But what does that take? That takes organization, it takes, it takes training, it takes teaching, it takes laborers, and it takes money. So as we, as we step out into these things, we need to lay up our treasure where moth and rust do not destroy and where, where our treasure truly is, and that, was on, that is on the things of God. Amen? Amen. Let's give. Father, we do thank you for this opportunity to give this morning. And I thank you, Lord God, that as we give, Lord, it's just like the loaves and fishes. We give what's in our hand. We give what you lead us to give. We give as you direct us. And as we do, there will be baskets and baskets and baskets full left over to bless the future. Thank you for it, Lord. We, it's miraculous. What you're doing is miraculous. Nothing short of it. And I thank you, Lord, that you're going to receive every bit of the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, uh, as, as I have been preparing and praying and seeking the Lord, I, I kind of had a sneaking suspicion I wasn't preaching this morning. And uh, I hadn't talked to anybody ahead of time. I, I had an idea of who it was and and until I say it, every one of you is suspect. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, um, I had it on my heart, and I believe it was the Holy Ghost, for John Logan to share this morning. And uh, so about 25 minutes ago, I walked up to him, and I 
I said, hey, you got something ready? And he smiled and said, "Uh, yeah, actually I do. So, praise God. Amen? John Logan, give him a big welcome. Not sure how ready I really am, but uh, with a few minutes to notice, um, God had been preparing me for a while, um, and I... uh, I didn't go to Pastor John like I was supposed to, and so God found her way around me and went to him himself, and so here I am. So, but um, I guess the the scripture that I that that has been rolling around for a long time, months and months, is what I'll share, and it's probably this is probably more of a testimony than it is really a sermon, but I guess uh, they kind of are hand in hand anyway, aren't they? Testimony really can be a sermon, too. Um, so, Ethan, I don't know what the title's going to be, but you'll figure it out. Yep, all right. Um, so, anyway, um, let's pray, and then I will share what I feel like is on my heart. So, Father, I thank you so much for your grace. Thank you for your mercies that are new every morning, Lord God. Father, I thank you for uh, who you are in our lives. Thank you, Father, that you... Um, want us to be part of your plan and your direction and you are calling each of us Lord God into uh, your the direction that you want us to want us to go and into your plan um, I thank you father that you love us so much and uh, you have so much so much for us and there's so much ahead Lord God and I thank you that as we as we walk out step it out Lord God that you be with us You'll be our our front guard and our rear guard and our side guard, Lord God, that you're protecting us along the way every step. Uh, So I thank you so much for all that you have done and all that you are doing and all that you will do through us. We praise you and we thank you and we give you all the glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you would turn with me, um, being prepared that I am, I don't have my my cheaters, so I'll have to stand back here to read. Oh, that's okay. Um, Turn with me, if you would, to uh, Matthew 14. And in verse 22, I might have to get my electronic Bible. Grab my phone. All right. Yeah, that's a little bigger. That's good. All right. So uh, Matthew 14, verse 22, says, Immediately... He made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the crowds away. After he sent the crowds away, he went up on on the mountain by himself to pray. And when it was evening, he was there alone. But the boat was already a long distance from land, battered by the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Peter, love Peter. Don't you guys love Peter? I love Peter. He reminds me of me because he always speaks before he, or he always speaks before he thinks. Um, 
Peter said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, Come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But seeing the wind, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and took hold of him and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got in the boat, the wind stopped. So, that um, scripture, that passage has been uh, rolling around in my head for quite a while. Um, as you can imagine, they're, um, you know, obviously, you've, if you haven't heard already, we're moving to Texas uh, Tuesday um, to, go to, to go back to Bible school. And we're going to be um, heading down there to, for me to finish my counseling degree. Um, and this was, uh, this was not a decision that I just woke up one morning and thought would be a really good idea. Um, as Jen will tell you, um, she didn't marry Mr. Adventure. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just very um, steady, just kind of, you know, keep, keep going with uh, where I'm at and, and one step at a time. But, you know, on, uh, I'll just share, share a little bit of the testimony and how we got to where we are. Um, and it really relates back to this, this scripture. But uh, January 1st, well, let, let me go back further. About maybe two and a half or three years ago, we were in a, a small group at our house, and we were praying. Um, Patty and Wayne were there, Angela and Bruce, um, and, and Brian Goodspeed. And as we were there praying, um, the Lord just dropped into my heart Christian counseling. And... I thought that was a little odd because it just wasn't anything I had been previously thinking about. Um, but when I got that word, it just really started to to kind of percolate in me and just kind of bubble up. And I just th- I thought, well, that, I'm not really sure what that means. But I knew that I was supposed to start checking out some schooling for that. So as I started doing my research and checking out schools, I had kind of my criteria and what I wanted to if I were to go back, what what kinds of what more were my kind of criteria? I wanted to be be able to kind of stay steady and not go on an adventure. So I wanted to be able to do it online. I wanted to be able to do it at my own pace. I didn't want to go into into debt over it, you know, those kinds of things. And so I had my my own ideas on what how I wanted it to be. So I found a school uh, that was online. That wasn't a, a, a wasn't going to be a big expense and cause us to go into major debt over it, and I could do it at my own pace. So I started in oh sometime last year, I believe it was, and so I finished the first course, and this was last September. I finished the first course, and after that, I just really didn't know what to do from there because finance finance why financial. Um, provisions, I guess, weren't quite there, and so I just prayed. I just said, okay, God, where do you want me to go from here? Because in order to finish, you know, kind of need some money. I don't want to go into debt. So I just kind of stayed steady. Um, January 1st came, and I had a dream. Um, And the dream was this, 
that we were heading back to Christ for the Nations Institute. Um, and I didn't know why, but we were, we were heading back there. And in the dream, it was very, very, we, I was very excited, but very scared at the same time. Terrified, maybe, it was what I used. <laughs> so much so that I think I woke up crying. Um, and I, I thought, well, that was really strange. I, uh, what is that all about? So I pondered that. I just, I just, it just, I just thought, I wonder what's, I wonder what is going on at the school there these days anyway. So I got online and I started checking out just to see what kind of what, what the news was. Cause you know, obviously we had been there previously in 1998, graduated there from, uh, in for, with a two year, uh, associate's degree in practical theology. And uh, so I just wanted to kind of see what was going on, and so I started checking out. Zoe and I got on, and we were watching some worship videos. They're well-known for their worship program. Um, and the thought occurred to me, hmm, I wonder if they have any counseling courses. So I went to their programs, and, of course, the first thing that pops up is they have a pi- biblical counseling degree. Well, that's kind of strange. So I started uh, kind of looking at that, and I called Jen over, and I said, you might want to come over here and see this. And she sat down, and I showed her, kind of told her what you know what I what had been happening, and her the first words out of her mouth were, "When are we going?" Now, for Mister Not Adventure, that was a little scary. Um, so we we started. That was really the seed that was planted at that time um, for this whole adventure, um, and so from there, obviously, it took a lot of prayer. We took a lot of counseling on our own. We sought uh, wise counsel from several different people. Thanks, buddy, for uh, going to breakfast with me and uh, let me bounce off the uh, the whole um, the whole concept. But and Pastor John too. But it, it, it's really it really to this this scripture in that you know God is calling all of us. I know it's not just us. This isn't about us. Um, at all. I know he's calling many of you in different directions that maybe you wouldn't be normally comfortable with. He's calling many of us to step out of the boat onto the water with him. Now, a couple of years ago, um, I had preached a message, and some of you may remember, and it was about Jesus when they when the disciples were in the boat and Jesus was in with them and he calmed the storm. And and at the time the 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 message that he had given me don't worry just get in the boat was the title of the sermon. And it was because that's where Jesus was at the time. The safest place you could be was in the boat with him. No matter what circumstances were i mean there were storm there was the storm and they were all concerned about the storm but jesus was in the boat with them and so it was don't worry just get in the boat because that's the safest place is with jesus in the boat that's the safest place you could be but the cutting out on me okay so now uh now that 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 the sermon uh, came, you know, was on my heart and preached at the time. But now, now that this has come up, um, as as we kept going through the steps in this, um, there was a time when I was praying on the way to work, 
And God had told me, now it's time to step out of the boat because that's where Jesus is, is on the water. So the safest place that you could be is where Jesus is. At the time, he was in the boat. But now he's on the water and he's calling you out. And it's really hard because this is not comfortable. This is a place where we have to fully rely on him because there's deep waters. And if you're not focused on him, you can, ha- you can have what happened to Peter happen. You can sink. If, you're not, if you lose focus and you start to look at all the circumstances around you, and trust me, we've had some circumstances to look at. Zoe, raise your arm. No, the other one. <laughs> okay? That's just one little thing, okay? I, just, I don't mean to, not little, but I mean, no. But I mean, that's just one thing. As you step out, guess what? Things are going to happen. Enemy's going to come against you. Stuff is going to come up. And I know you're all, many of you, many of you are going through stuff. This isn't, this isn't just about us going through stuff. I mean, we all are going through stuff. I know stuff is coming against people. The enemy is coming against people as they step out and, and are following the call of God. And it's hard because those circumstances are real. They aren't, I mean, did you really break your arm? Or is it just kind of, I mean, is it just in your head? So, and then they're real things, right? They really happen. And it's it's hard because there's emotion and fear and, and all kinds of things start to come in. And just like Peter, you know, you, you, you glance for a moment because those things are are real. And it's hard to not notice them. It's hard to continue to focus, but that's that's really what it takes is focus on Jesus. And man, it's it's hard. It's it's almost you have to like keep you know forcing yourself to keep looking at him and watching him and trusting him. And as those things continue to come up, you know it gets harder and harder and harder. It's like what else can happen? What else is this gonna you know what else is gonna come against us? But I know that many of you are going through stuff. Now, let's give you one example. Um, we have been, and not, and, and I'll just, I'll say this, Joni, but God, right? But God, right? All those things come against you, and it's easy to look at those things and get fearful and get worried and get anxious, and wonder, oh my goodness, what are we doing? I, if you knew how many times I'd ask, I've asked that question, what am I thinking? Yeah, but at the same time, by God, right? Because we have been so blessed in all of this as well. We have a van that has been given to us. I won't mention the person's name because Ricky, I mean, um, doesn't want us to say anything but but look we're not the only ones going through stuff and we're not the only ones that are that God is telling to do things that are uncomfortable that are stepping out on the water where our feet where there's not there's there's no solid ground under there but there's it's not like being in the boat you know the boat is nice and solid and comfy 
right? We're on the water. We're walking on the water. And people, God is asking people to, to do things that aren't comfortable. And it takes faith. It takes focus. It's hard. But as we have done this, and I know that other people, again, can testify, but God, he continues to bless us. We have a van that's nicer than what we had before our van died. Recently, it's final death. But in the midst of all this, we were given a van to drive down to Texas. And it's it's an it's an upgrade. <laughs> you know, I mean God does that, right? God gives us upgrades. Amen. He upgrades us to what you know the even better than what we could imagine. Right? Joel and Aaron are picking up packing up and leaving and going to Champaign. Champaign? Champaign, Illinois for work. They're being relocated. And they're leaving all everything they know. But this is what they feel they're called to do. It's hard. There are things that, that are coming against them. Aaron, how many times did you pack all your stuff and repack all your stuff? <laughs> she hasn't even started yet. Okay, Aaron's going to need help this afternoon to pack. So if you all can maybe make it over to their house now. Um, but, I mean, it's been, it's been hard, Right? And I know that there are many, many stories where God is leading you to do things that are different, that are uncomfortable, that are taking a higher level of faith, a higher level of courage than we've ever had before. It's stepping out on the water. And he's asking all of us as a congregation to step out on the water. Pastor John has as as our pastor has laid before us a vision a vision of building a building adding on and i know just from talking with him and i'm sure many of you know as well it's like a that that's a big leap i mean you're jumping he's probably not just stepping off i mean he's literally just jumping out of the boat that's that's a that's a that's an uncomfortable place to to put a vision in front of a congregation and say this is where we're going and it causes a lot of angst a lot of questions fear where what what we all want to stay comfortable but God's not calling us to stay comfortable he's calling us to to follow him step by step and that might be staying right where you're at you know, I've I've talked to some people and they're like, "Well, we aren't really, we aren't really, God really isn't calling us to do anything. I'm just, you know, I'm just continuing to work." That's what He's calling you to do. Then He's calling you to stay at your job and be as effective in His kingdom as you possibly can to the people around you, because there are so many people that need Jesus more and more. I mean, we've talked about that the light is getting lighter, but the dark is getting darker. Things are getting pretty ugly out there. And it's going to continue to be they're going to continue to be further and further apart. It's going to the light is going to continue to be uh so different from the dark. I mean, we're getting further and further apart. People are people need to hear the truth. They need to hear the gospel. Um I was fortunate enough to have 
um, a job where um, I had some some employees that were um, let's just say they were really open to talking um, recently in the last couple of weeks as they knew of my plans um, one of my employees came in and, and just sat down and I talked to her for probably about an hour and a half and I was able to share um, my story with her and her she was it wasn't about work at all so I got my first counseling opportunity I told her I'd bill her later um, but um, she she talked about it was a relationship issue and, and whatnot and and um, at the end she just said you know I just I don't have anything that's ever been solid in my life I've never had anything that's been you know stable it's just everything's always, you know, all the all the people in my life have, you know, have left me, and and you know, so obviously there's some feelings of abandonment and and what whatever, but I, I just I, the the spirit of God rose up within me, and He said, you know, I just knew He wanted me to share the truth with her, and we've talked. She knows where I where I stand. Um, she knows what what I believe and my worldview is, but I I just finally just said, you know, I said. I know what, I know how you feel because I've been there, and um, it's only because of my faith in God that I I'm able to have a stable um, anything. I mean, God has been my 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 rock, and my that's that's part of the reason why the scripture I think came up this morning was that that, that God is the rock eternal. He is our strong tower. He is our fortress. He's our he's the place where we can go and find safety and comfort and, and all those things. And and I just shared with her and I just said, you know, it's only because of that that I'm able to stand firm and and have a stable foundation. It's because of my faith in God. And we talked about it. And um we talked about uh you know what religion versus faith and I said, you know, I said yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm I don't I don't necessarily like the religi- the religiousness either. I'm not I'm not all about religion because it's not religion. I said it's more about a personal relationship. It's for me, it's about a relationship. It's not about a religion and following a set of rules. So we we talked about it and I was I was fortunate enough and blessed enough to be able to to share with her and have that opportunity, but those are the kinds of things I think that God is doing for for the for those of us that are continuing to just work. I say just work, but there's marketplace ministry, and people need to hear the truth and the gospel. And if He's got you, don't wish for an adventure. Uh, um, just do what God's telling you to do right now in the moment, and. If that means staying at your job and, and doing what he's called you to do, then be a, be as effective as you can for his kingdom. Ricky. Okay, she brought that up. So this is the other, this is God, you know, you all know the ocean song. And um, I don't know, this was a few months ago as I was, again, on my way to work. I get a lot of time in the car, in traffic, on my way to work. So I take that opportunity to pray because that's probably the best thing because otherwise I'd just be yelling at people. Um, and, um, which, anyway, so, 
So I take the time to pray, and, and sometimes I sing and worship. And this song I was, I was singing one morning, and God spoke to me, and he said, this is your theme song. Um, this is this is your theme song, and this is this is the song I want you to keep in mind and and to to take to heart. Be careful though, because when we first started singing this, I don't know how long ago it was, you know, it's it's um, be careful what you pray or what you sing or what you you know what you say, because God will bring you there if you really mean it. He'll bring you there, but that's okay. So. You can see the words. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail, and there I find you in the mystery. In oceans deep, my faith will stand. And I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace. I am yours and you are mine. Is there another? You know, your grace abounds. Your grace abounds. Thank God for his grace. His grace is sufficient for everything that we need. His grace is sufficient. It abounds in deepest waters. He wants us out on deep waters, people. <laughs> he wants us out in the waters where it's not anything that we could do. He wants us in places where it has to be him. There's no other explanation. There's no other way it could happen. It's just because of him. And he gets the glory. And thank God that he is sovereign. His sovereign hand will be our guide. That he's in control of everything. He's in control of the winds and the waves. In control of all those things that come against us, but God, but God, He's in control of all of those things. So we can take, we can we can rest in that. We can take refuge in that, and He's going to guide us. We know that there's there's places He's taken us where where our feet may fail, or the possibility of it, at least in our minds. And fear surrounds us, and but yet, he's never failed. He's never failed. He says he will never leave us nor forsake us. He never fails. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never fails us. Even though those things kind of come against us, even though we, we know that there can be things that pop up, we might fall off our horse and break our wrist. You know, but he's still with us. He never fails us. And he's not going to start now. He's not going to start now because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he's not going to fail us now. He hasn't failed us. I can't tell you the blessings that we've had. Um <laughs> They, they just, it's been amazing. We've had um, people step up and, and just um, out of the blue will get a card and somebody will give us $400. It's just, we, it was on our heart to give you this. And, just, it's, and it's hard because 
we we you know God is bringing us to places and breaking things in us that we've always had. We you know if you have we've 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 struggled with with receiving. You know God wants to give, and we need to be in a place where we can receive. So He's working those things out, and I know that I've talked to other people. He's working things out in them too. He wants us in a place where we're completely free and open and vulnerable before him to receive and to walk on the waters with him where he is as he calls us out. So, Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. So trusting, there's no, we don't have any boundaries in our trust with God. We'll just go where he leads us. We'll go without question doesn't mean that things don't come up and you you wonder if you're on the right path or what in the world am I thinking but in the end you go back to what you know know that I know that I know that I know that the Holy Spirit has called me to do this and to complete excuse me complete my schooling for counseling for Christian counseling because we know that that it's it's a needed area um let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. I said, be careful when you sing that, when you pray that. Because that's, that's, God wants to bring us in places where I say it's not comfortable, wherever he calls us. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and where my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. You know, it's going to take faith. It's going to take strong faith as the days progress, as things move along. As I said, the dark getting darker and the light getting lighter. It's going to take faith to stand strong because there are so many things that are just in the world coming against us as Christians. I just read the other day that, well, last night actually, I just read that there was a newspaper in Tennessee they wouldn't print an ad because it had the word Christian in it. And they they deemed that offensive. The word Christian is now offensive. Of course, everybody in that area happens to be Christian, so they called the paid newspaper and they had some glitch in their computer system and so now it's printed and you know and everybody you know, so but that's that's what we're up against. We're up against those kinds of forces and it's not people we know that the word says it's principalities and powers it's not it's not the people we're warring against it's a spiritual fight it's a spiritual battle but we need to have faith to stand and to fight against that and if we are if we allow the the winds and the waves and everything that is raging around us to get hold of us we're going to sink but God is there to grab us, make sure that we don't. He's never going to fail us. He's right there to grab us. He knows that we're human. We have human nature, human emotions. We have human limitations. And fortunately, he's there right there that if we do start to sink, he's just going to grab us and hold us up. And personally, I mean, I don't see in here 
where you know Jesus says you have little faith, but I don't know that that was necessarily so much of a um, a harsh rebuke. I think it was just, hey Peter, just reminding him, you know, where are you? Where is your faith now? Okay, remember, I'm Jesus. I'm the Son of God. I am God. You can trust me. I don't. I don't think that when we when we falter, when we stumble, God knows, and that's why He's right there, ready to grab our arm, pick us up, help us to keep moving, and 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 uh, dust us off, whatever it is, or maybe give us a towel and let us dry off, and keep going, keep walking, take the next step. It's going to take one step at a time, focusing on Him wholly, fully. Um, there's a there's a ministry out there. I'm not sure. I've just seen some advertisements here and there, but it's uh, it's called Frog. F dot R dot O dot G. Frog. Fully relying on God, and that's what it's that's what it takes. That's what it's going to take in the in the days ahead, is fully relying on Him for everything, and um, brings back a story um, of a. Um, a, a woman, a young lady that we met at CFNI the first time. She was from an African country. I'm not sure what. Somewhere. I don't remember. She was she was from a foreign country. I think somewhere in Africa. But she told us the story, um, well, her story. And she said, you know, I really miss home. And we thought that was a little odd because she comes from a war and torn country, and we thought, well, it should be a, be a great thing. You're out of your, you're away from your country. You're in a, you know, a safe environment. You're, you don't have to worry about, um, you know, the the war around you. Because because she told us the story of when she was there, she literally had to, had to be had to fear for her life every day. She would have to like peek around the corners to make sure there weren't there that 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 wherever she was going was safe, because. At any given moment, there could be, you know, other um, the, the enemy around the corner, and and could potentially be life threatening. And uh, she said, "You know, I really miss being there because being here in America, she said, you don't have the same, you don't need the same reliance on God that what I, than when I was in my own country. Every day, every moment, every second." I had to rely on God for every step that I took, every breath that I took. I, I I had to rely on Him, and she said, "And I miss that. I miss that closeness. I miss that connecting to God. I don't feel that when I'm here, and so I miss that. And and I really I want I want to be able to feel that again. I want that connection with God. When she had that, she just felt like." You know, he was leading her and guiding her every single step. Literally, she had to trust him for every corner she went around and every step she went around. And that I, I, I resonates with me in that I just continue to remember that story that, you know, we're, we're getting there, right? God want, That's where God wants us to be. He wants us to be relying on him so much that that every step that we take, it's led by him. And it's relying on him. Okay, now which way, Lord? Okay, this way. Okay, and we hear his voice so much because the you know the word says that his sheep hear his voice, and the voice of another they will not follow. So we need to be 
hearing his voice, having faith, and relying on him that he's leading us and guiding us. And and it doesn't have to be an adventure where you quit your job, move your family, and move to Texas. I don't recommend it. <laughs> Unless God's telling you to do it. Right? Unless he's telling you to do that, then do it. Or if he's telling you to you know, finish school for a law enforcement degree and take your family and move them to Champaign as that's where your job's going to take you, then do it. If he tells you that you need to give away your van or your car or whatever it may be, then do it. So there are so many, so many confirmations that God has given us that this is the right direction. I'm starting to run out of fleece, at least dry fleece. Um, so I threw it out there. I've, th- I've thrown it out there many times. Make sure that, yep, this is this is still God. So I'll throw some more fleece out there. Yeah, that's wet too. Okay, God, God will confirm it. He'll just keep He'll keep leading you and guiding you, and He's faithful to uh, to to follow through on His word and what what He's putting in your heart. Because I know, like I say, I know that there's many, many, many of us. God is calling us to do things that, you know, it it isn't comfortable. It may not be something that we thought of. I couldn't have thought this up on my own. I wouldn't have thought of this on my own. So this is this is um, it's interesting times. God's leading us through, um, and and he's. It's going to be fun to see what he does, not just with us, but with everyone. Because I know that it's going to be it's going to be different when we get back, and we're excited to come back and be part of it again, and and get get back in the mix. And it's going to get wild. So hang on, because uh, it's it's going to be a wild ride. So, but thank you. Um, I'd love to talk to you more afterwards if you want, but thank you so much for all your support, everyone that's been praying for us, everyone that has um, had had on their heart to support us in other ways, whether financially or, or whatever, but um, we couldn't do it without the body. And we do feel your prayers and we thank you. And we're, we're praying for you guys. We're, you know, we know it's we know it's a we're all in it together. Like Jen said, we're entangled. I think is that your word? Yeah, entangled. So we because we know that we know that other people need prayer as well as well. And so we're we're praying for you as well. And so thank you so much for your support. And we'll continue to support each other. And um, this is a great body. Um, if you have friends and family that are looking for a church, uh, yeah, I'd highly recommend that you they come. Do you tell them to come here? This is a great body. A lot of mature believers, and and so thank you guys. Thank you so much. Um, you guys are awesome, and um, we're gonna um, we're gonna miss you, but we're, we'll be back. It's gonna be so fast, and um, so like I told people at work, I'm like, you haven't seen the end of us yet. So, so thank you, and uh, God bless you. Amen. Well, we're going to pray for these guys, and uh, I'm really glad. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. You're out of here. Don't be getting in trouble now. <laughs> she wanted me to pray for Ashley. Ashley doesn't leave for another month. Okay. Three weeks. We'll pray for Ashley, but not now. We pray for Ashley every day, actually. <laughs>
Oh, Lord. Help, Ashley. Help her, Lord. Protect her. No, I'm just kidding. I'm really excited that, that John shared, I uh, was able to share this morning, but also to expand it. It's not just them. It's all of us. We're walking this. And it's different levels. For you, it may be God's saying, commit yourself to Wednesday night Bible school. Well, why? Why do I need to go to those classes? I don't know. But maybe that's, maybe that's what he's telling you to do. Maybe it's something above and beyond. Whatever it is, do it. And that's, God is going to open those doors step by step. The first step for them was not move across the country. The first step was counseling degree. What does that mean? Why, why would you do that? It's not what you're doing right now. It's not what you went to school for the first time. It's, it, God leads, and as He leads you, He'll direct your path. Amen? So we're going to pray for them. So I'm going to make some room because everyone's coming up to pray for them. Because, here's the scoop. Last week, Jen said something, and it just it absolutely 100% resonated with me, that we're entangled. So why don't you guys come on up? John and Jen and Kairos and Zoe and Elizabeth and Simeon, the whole family's going. And I want everybody to come up, and we're going to entangle and pray for them. So come on up. It's going to take a little few moments for everybody to get here. Some of you slower ones, go early. <laughs> Once you guys move more out in the middle, move, move, John, Jen, family, move forward. Get people behind you, in front of you. People can be in front of you too. Get around them. Get as close as you can. And when you think you're uncomfortably close, get just a little bit closer. <laughs> Because it is entangled. It's that's the number of years ago when teaching on on unity and on on relationship in the body of Christ, the word that the Bible uses translate to so so entangled it's uncomfortable. You can't tell where one begins and the next ends. So that's what this is about. Father God, we lift up John and Jen and the whole family. Father, we thank You for the gift that they are to this body. Thank You, Father, for what You put in their heart, for the example that they're setting by being obedient to do what You call them to do, to go in the direction that You call them to go. Father, I thank You that every step You've provided. You've given direction. You've given wisdom. You've provided financially. And I thank You, Lord, that's not about to end. That's not going to end. I thank You, Lord, that every step they take from here on out it is completely ordered by You. Thank, thank You, Father. We speak safety over the travel. We speak safety over the move. We thank You, Father, for everything falling in line, everything working the way it's supposed to. We thank You, Lord, that everything, once they get down there, that every need that they have is exceedingly, abundantly, amply supplied for in Jesus' name. Father, we thank You that as they go and uh, that it'll be a blessed time for John to learn, him to be able to focus on his studies, to learn his lessons well. But Lord, it'll also be an amazing time for the whole family to grow. Father, their studies, their endeavors, their, their seeking of You in every area of their life, that they will every need that every one of them has, whether it be big or small, is going to be met according to Your riches and glory. Father, we thank You. And Lord, we look forward to the next, in, in, in nine months when they come home. 
Thank you, Lord. They are coming back here to be a part of this body, to be in, continued to be entangled. And I thank you, Father, as they do that, that they will, they will bring back another piece of what we need, another piece of the vision to be fulfilled here. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you for what you're doing and have been doing in all of our lives. And I just give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So right now we just bless you in the name of the Lord. We send you out on a string. The bungee cord coming back. Amen in Jesus' name. And and now while we're in the midst of this, I want the uh, Smiths to, to move to the center. Do, do, Got to make room for them. Let uh, Joel and Aaron and the boys, if they're around, or if they're back in their class, that's cool. Joel and Aaron are leaving also this week. They're, they're moving to Illinois for a, a new job in law enforcement. And we want to bless them in the name of the Lord. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for them being a part of our life here, a part of this ministry, a part of this body of Christ here at River Valley. Thank you for the gifts, the talents, the work, the service, the, the ministry that they have provided, that they have been a part of this body entangled every step of the way. Father, we bless them as they go. And Lord, we do, in our hearts, look forward to when they return also, in Jesus' name. We're, I know, Lord, Your hand is upon them, and where they go is Your plan. But Father, we, we secretly, and maybe not so secretly, have heart to see them back in this area again at some point in time. But Lord, we bless them. Father, we pray for a hedge of protection around the whole family. And especially every day, every moment around Joel, in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against him will ever prosper. And we thank you, Father, for giving him wisdom and understanding above and beyond his supernatural wisdom to do all the things that you're calling him to do with this job that he's walking into. Lord, we bless them on the way out. We bless them, Lord, and and that everything they put their hands to prospers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.